What's up, y'all? It's your girl, KB. Raffinette here. And welcome to Heart Combos with KB and Raffinette. How y'all feeling? Hope you guys had a great week. I really, really, really do. Um, as always, we are so thankful that you are here with us um, listening to the podcast because you could be listening to pretty much anybody else. <laughs> but you are listening here with <laughs> us today and we appreciate the fact that you're here. Don't we appreciate that, Raf? We do. We're we're thankful and grateful. <laughs> Absolutely. Why are you laughing? Because you're like, yes, we do. We are thankful and grateful. You already said we appreciate it, so I mean. Oh, here we go. There's that personality difference, uh, <laughs> but that's fine. It's fine because what I love is, um, is that y'all are gonna get what I get from Raffinay on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm gonna be super excited about something, and she's gonna be like, "Mm-hmm, that's cool." <laughs> to y'all so now i don't have to take it personally oh anymore anymore i don't have to take it personally um but anyway as always um we would love for you guys to also listen to the previous episodes because there's a lot of great content in those episodes um and you can always find kind of our foundation episodes those first five and then um just kind of jump into the narrative with Raphne and i um and how we kind of got to where we got and so last week we had a great episode mm-hmm. about introversion and extroversion and how do i say the the, the other one ambivert and we talked also talked about ambiverts <laughs> and so um yeah that's a great episode definitely should check that out i'm excited about this week's topic because we're going to get to recap an incredible weekend that i had uh here in nashville and so i'm excited to jump into that but how was your how was your week raffinate was it was it great was it amazing no it wasn't it was just all right no oh well what's all right me <laughs> Shoot. I don't know why you so fired up thinking it was amazing. I mean, you pretty sure I talked job. to you a few days ago and told oh, you right. just the week. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> you sure did. Listen, so people who have like nine to five jobs, like they go in same time, they leave at the same time. I'm just like, yo, how was your week? Like, how did it go? Because that's not the life that I live. <laughs> so I'm like, was there anything new? Like, happened at work today? Something fun or spontaneous? Like, was it all predictable? Like. I just sometimes expect people to say different things, but that's also probably based on the narrative that I have in my mind about how nine to fives go. So <laughs> that's mm. why I ask. Anyway, no, I'll, I'll regular stop week, a regular week. Mm-hmm. Nothing very exciting. Not much out of the ordinary. Just it was this week. It was a long week, a tiring week. So. Listen, I feel that exact same way, but for different reasons. <laughs> Correct. My week was also long and exhausting, but it was because I was ingesting a ton load of information for four days straight. And it was the most amazing thing, but also one of the difficult thing, or most difficult things that I've done in a long time. Difficult. Why? Um, I have never been in that intense of a space. Uh, like for that long of a period of time I think before um I went to a conference I'm here called Funnel Hacking Live and that was hosted in Nashville and it's pretty much a a a marketing um conference for entrepreneurs or or an entrepreneurs conference so to speak and so um last year I kind of decided that I wanted to go to this event and learn all I possibly could about this particular platform and so um being in the room with 
other entrepreneurs, that in and of itself is just a bundle of intensity, right? The entrepreneurs are probably the most self-driven, self-starter, you know, high energy, high capacity people that you'll ever meet on the planet. And so to have almost 5,000 of them in one ballroom for four days straight, like 12 hour days, like is, is crazy, ridiculous. And so that's why I said the most difficult because it was, it was some days hard to like process all the information to digest it, to know what to do with it. And I probably didn't need to have all those expectations <laughs> on myself, but I, I had them on myself. So, so yeah, but it, it was good. And by the end of it, I was like, ah, oof, I'm done. So what is one thing you're doing as a result of attending this conference? Have you narrowed it down? Um, like, what am I doing with all the information? No, like, so when I go to conferences, typically I say, okay, if it's information overload, you use the word ton load, but I don't really want to use that. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say information overload. <laughs> okay, that's fine. If it's information overload, I take the approach of, okay, what's one thing that I have learned here? that I can go back and implement because sometimes you go to conference, you get all this information. You're like, Oh, I'm gonna do all these 9,000 things. And that's not always realistic. So I just wondered if you had narrowed it down to like, okay, this is the, the one thing that I'm going to like focus on first or do first as a result of all this stuff that I've. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that, that's a great question. Um, I think one thing that I want to, well, there are two things actually. Um, I think on a daily basis in regard to my business, so first, I guess you guys probably know because you're on the Heart Combos podcast, but if you don't know, um, Heart Combos is not just a podcast, it is also a platform that's been created for millennial um, women, specifically teaching them how to navigate unhealthy friendships. And so I have an Instagram page, a YouTube page, and a Facebook page where I post content um, on a weekly basis um, regarding different um, things regarding friendship and relationships and um conversation and transparency and vulnerability and honesty and all those different things. And so we talk about um, conflict and what that means and relationship dynamics and everything in between. And so um, one of the things I took away from the conference is the value of storytelling. I want to get really, really good at telling stories because um, although I'm sharing my story easily in every video that, that I post, um, there's an art to telling a great story. And I would love to become like an amazing storyteller. So that's something that I want to work on just in my everyday content. And I think um, from a more technical side, I want to learn what it looks like to um, effectively use paid traffic. I know that just any given day when I'm on social media and I'm scrolling, ads that I don't ever want to (laughs) see, you know what I'm saying, are are popping up or, um, you know, ads that I think are super cheesy or just don't have good copy or whatever pop up. And I'm like, man, if I'm going to do a paid ad, if if I'm going to try to put some financial resources behind something so that I can garner a larger audience as a result of it, I just want it to be great, you know? And so I think that's something that I'm trying to apply. Mm. Okay. Yeah, what was the highlight of the conference? Um, the highlight for me was seeing the success stories of other people that are just like me. So hearing the stories of people, you know, where they were when they came to their first experience with this particular conference and where they are now, that's always super encouraging to be able to look at the people around you and see their growth and development and to be encouraged by that. Um, That's one of the things that we want to do on the platform in general, right? Share stories of 
what we've gone through, but then also share about other people's stories and hope that people can be encouraged to, you know, continue to pursue or to continue to, you know, stick things out. And so for me, hearing the success stories of the entrepreneurs in the room and how many times they failed and how many times they had to pull themselves back up and all this stuff like that for me was just a high because I'm not alone, right? I can sometimes feel like I'm the only one doing this. I'm losing sleep. I'm doing all this work to, to make my content great. Nobody's watching it or whatever I might feel any given day um, about, you know, discouragement or as a failure or whatever, you know, um, to see other people in the room share their stories and be vulnerable in that way was the high for me. I think next to that, though, the low for me for the conference was the 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 amount, the way that the content was distributed was so much just back to back to back. So I think if I had, I mean, it, I, I'm really reaching for something because I thought it was a great experience, to be completely honest. I well, really I don't have a lot of a low. You just made one up. No, but I was just I was just offering it. You don't want to hear what my low was? Dang. I, no, I'm not saying I don't want to hear it, but you're like, I, I feel like I'm reaching to come up with a low. And I'm like, I didn't ask for a low, but. <laughs> no. <that> Reach was... <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All, I, all I'm saying is it was a great experience. And there was, a, in my opinion, there is a low. And that's primarily because I'm also a show producer. So it's probably just a critique from a program standpoint, honestly. I think from an experience standpoint, I was very pleased with my experience. It was definitely worth all of the money that it cost to go. Um, From a program standpoint, I wish that our sessions weren't six hours long. Okay. Like being Mm. in one room from 1230 to 630, you know, to hear five speakers is just a lot, you know, but it's so good though. But it's still a lot. Um, so, they don't so, take yeah. breaks. They do take breaks, but oh. they come after six hours of a of a general session. Now you can get up and leave at any point. They they say that you know if at any point you need to go to the restroom, just you know feel free to get up and leave. So you know people would hear a talk and then maybe get up like right when that person finished to you know try to get back. But the transitions are so quick, you know. Mm, okay. No built in like breaks for fifteen Mm-mm. minutes or ten minutes. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. No, but it was okay. it was really really good. Now, I just want to let the people know that although Raffine is um, licensed, you know, and in as a therapist and a clinician, <laughs> between clinician and gradient, I'm just gonna use that word. Um, Don't. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, listen, I, those were words that I, were not in my vocabulary <laughs> prior to us doing this. So I enjoy using those words. Okay. So um, she is also probably one of the most amazing chefs I have ever met. And so we're not just going to talk about. I'm rolling my eyes right now. We're not talking about me. <laughs> Come on. Can we? Can, I just. Okay. How about this? If you could glean wisdom from one chef about kind of how they've built their their business and their brand, who would it be? My honest answer is I probably would not be gleaning from a chef because chefs, like my business is my side hustle. So I would opt to do that in counseling before I did that in cooking. But if I had to choose, um, I probably would say Gordon Ramsay. Is that the angry, angry white guy? 
Well, he's not always angry. Um, but he is always white. He, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's known oh. more for his anger on sh- on Hell's Kitchen. Um, okay. Which I, is I a show no where he, he like he like yells at everybody. But if you watch him on Master Chef or Master Chef Junior, he is so kind and nice to the people. It's a stark contrast from Hell's Kitchen. But I think part of that is connected with the name Hell's Kitchen, so it's got to be intense. Um, but Gordon Ramsay is just very well known Michelin star chef. Um, has a lot of restaurants i've been to one of his restaurants in las vegas he's got a um gordon ramsay burger place in las vegas that i went and ate at one time while i was out there so he just has a wealth of knowledge very well known um i think he would be my first choice probably okay and one person in the area of therapy Mm. that one I don't know so I don't have a person that I'm like oh this is the therapist I want to glean from Um, but I am consistently looking for places to learn and grow as a therapist whether that's through webinars or following people on social media listening to podcasts Um, I, I listen to counseling podcasts probably almost every day while I'm commuting in the car, just learning about different stuff that I don't know about and um, not really a podcast listener, but I will listen to a podcast about therapy stuff. All right. Well, I think one of the things that is important in in regards to this conversation and our listeners and heart combos is that um, a lot of times we talk about the relationship dynamics um, and the importance of heart combos in those contexts, but I think it's also important to be having these same types of conversations, like in the context of work and our dreams and our passions. You know, we have an episode that we did recently called Passion um, Over Paycheck, where we're having an honest conversation about what does it look like to pursue your dreams versus pursuing stability, right? Um, and even with this in regard to like our our businesses and, and how we grow and we glean, we tell, you know, we talk about the Oreo principle about having a mentor, someone that you look up to people that are walking alongside you and then someone that you're investing in. I think it's the same also um, as an entrepreneur, you know, like you need a tribe of people who will um, walk alongside you in your journey as you are um, figuring it out and building your brand, people who will pull you up and, and kick you in the butt, you know, to push you forward. You also need mentors, people who've been where you've been and can speak into your process from an experience standpoint, um, and I always think it's important to be investing, you know, in others who, um, you know, might need resources that you you have. And so um, although, you know, we, we've kind of processed through, you know, what it looks like um, for me, right, to invest in my business by going to this conference. You know, my question, I think, to the listeners is, you know, how are you investing in yourself? How are you having heart combos in regard to your um, your dreams, your passions, your businesses, your, your ideas, um, your jobs, um, because it's important. Uh, wouldn't you say it's important, Raphne? Yes. Good. I'm glad that you agreed with me on this because you absolutely could have said, actually, I don't think it's 
very important. Well, you know, I think you already knew that I would say yes to that question. So. Yeah, I was really just looking for the affirmation. But then thank you for, <laughs> for, for giving it to me. <laughs> I appreciate your your willingness. Well, anyway, y'all, um, this week's episode is not super long, but we are excited again that, that you are here with us. Um, always navigating these conversations, these heart combos um, through these different topics. And so um, until next week, we appreciate you listening. Anything that you want them to know before we before we uh, check out? I would say when you're thinking about how to go about investing in yourself, um, think about one, what you're passionate about, but two, the way that you like to receive information. So if you like to like sit down and read a book, if you like to be more one-on-one and relational with someone, do that. If you're more into conference and like being able to sit and hear multiple people talk, like play to your areas of strength or how you prefer to learn information because it will enhance the experience for you. If you don't really like reading books, trying to go sit down and read a book, not saying you can't do it, but it will be much less enjoyable than if you are a person that likes to go sit at a conference or likes to mm-hmm. be in a one-on-one setting with someone that is further along in the journey and can give you insight based on their experience. Absolutely. And I'm going to push you to action. Whatever it is that you um, invest in to help you grow in your in your business, um, pick one thing to, to, to apply and to put into action so that you don't get stuck in just the learning loop of learning 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 you know and not actually applying so yeah well thank you guys so much for listening this week again um until next sunday at noon remember it's not a hard conversation y'all it's a heart conversation peace hello